and welcome to the Fleet Geeks podcast. We're here to help develop fleet and transport professionals. Do you want to progress and develop your skills and knowledge? We promise to bring lively conversation and debate around interesting issues and keep you bang up to date with changes in our awesome industry. The Fleet Geeks are a community of professionals and if you enjoy the podcast, why not join the discussion for free in the Fleet Geek community over on Facebook? Well, it's good morning for me anyway. It's actually... 20 to 6 in the morning as I record this podcast. I don't even know what's wrong with me. Uh, it's a Saturday as well, um, but I record this as I'm about to go away. So um, I'm um, I'm off to Dubai for a wedding shortly. Um, if you're listening to this in the future, <clears throat> I'm obviously no longer in Dubai, but I needed to record this because I wanted to make sure it was something really, really important to me and actually so important. I'm going to release this on both my podcasts, both the Fleet Geeks and the Half Dozen Things podcast, because I think it's a really, really important thing that I think people fall into this too busy trap. Okay, and it's something I hear all the time. I'm too busy. Okay, now I'm a pretty busy guy myself and I'm guilty of this too. I often go, I'm too busy. Right. And the issue is, is we wear the badge like a badge of honor. I'm too busy. I'm so important. And we get caught up in ourselves. So I've come up in true fashion with six key areas where you can look to reduce being too busy. Because you know what? It's good to have a bit of pressure, but it's bad to have too much. And it can make you ineffective as well. So understanding busy is OK, maybe OK. But what does too busy look like? So there's a few things to think about. So I've got six key steps for us to work through being too busy for you to think about and self-reflect as to how maybe you can be more effective, more efficient, better self-leadership, better self-mastery and start to improve your way of working so that we don't have this too busy thing. Because you know what? There's nothing more infuriating when you're a leader of somebody and they just turn around and go, no, I'm too busy. And you're like, okay, well, how can I help you manage that better? And there's probably a load of stuff you're doing that you probably shouldn't be or that we could delegate to somebody else. So um, be careful of being too busy is, is, I think, my health warning because sometimes it doesn't serve you so well. So, and it's like such a natural thing to come out of your mouth, say it to suppliers, say it to customers, saying that you're too busy to customers. It can be really detrimental and actually it can reflect really badly. Um, I know often we're busy and I'm very sympathetic to that. That some people are super busy, but sometimes it can have a detrimental impact. So the purpose of this podcast is to help raise that awareness and help us think about why are we too busy and what can we do about it? So the first thing, very straightforward, prioritization, right? So knowing what is right and what is wrong at the right time. How do you prioritize your work? How do you know what is absolutely vital and what is the most important stuff? So I really think it's really, really important to make sure that we have a really, really clear priority list and that we share that regularly with our team and with our leaders as well. And with those who are sort of above us, potentially in the hierarchy, whoever our managers are and say, look, this is our my list of prioritizations. Help me prioritize it. If you if you're concerned that I'm not getting stuff done that I need to get done, let's prioritize it. And what's the stuff that's going to fall off, for example? OK, so that's. Tip number one, absolutely vital, is to prioritize because we, we've only got so much time, okay? And obviously, we need to use that time effectively and with the biggest impact. So prioritization and having a really, really clear list 
an expectation of our priorities, I think is absolutely vital and we'll get that clarity. So if you're feeling overwhelmed, if you're feeling stressed, 100% write it all down and get some clarity on what the priorities are. And the stuff that isn't doesn't get done, right? Or it gets given to somebody else. So that's the top one. The second one is by doing that will help you push back on your leaders. So one of the important jobs of a manager is what I call 360 management. So it's not just about managing your people. It's also about making sure that you're effective in the way that you lead and manage your managers too and their expectations as well as your customers too. So there is an element of pushing back and making sure that we clearly articulate and communicate timescales and expectations. And we don't just use this excuse of too busy because it doesn't really help anyone. And what does too busy even mean? It doesn't actually mean anything, right? So let's make sure we push back on people if we need to and help articulate where we're at and where our prioritization levels are. Obviously, it's important to make sure customers are a high priority. The third thing is about writing lists, right? So writing lists works for me. It might not work for everyone. But the best thing about me writing a list is I don't have to remember stuff. Okay, so I have so much to do all the time. I keep lists and I keep them all in one place and I keep a list. And as soon as something comes up, I stick it on my list because I know that I can't remember. And the more that I have to try and remember and the more that I have to try and think about, the more stress it creates. Really, really simple stuff, but has a massive impact. I can relax because I know I don't have to remember because everything I do is written down. I have, you know, I pre-plan days in advance, everything that's going to be happening. And obviously there is space for stuff that just comes up, but it's absolutely vital that I, I don't forget stuff, right? And that really causes stress and it lets people down. So I am absolutely biblically committed to making sure that I write stuff down. And if I don't, I know that I've messed up because I probably won't remember. So write lists, write it down, do whatever you need to do, tattoo it on yourself if you need to, but make sure that you don't forget stuff because you've written it all down, you're planned, managed and organised. Self-organisation, absolutely vital skill, particularly in a managerial leadership role. Hello, it's Sharni from Flagship Partners. We are really proud to sponsor the Fleet Geeks podcast. If you need expert advice or training for your fleet business, make Flagship Partners your first choice. We are really excited to announce the launch of our Transport Manager Academy with expert development for fleet leaders. We offer fully accredited initial Transport Manager CPC training, CPC refresher and operator license awareness training, as well as mentoring, support and professional development beyond the qualification. Our vision is to develop elite fleet professionals. The fourth thing is repeatable stuff. Diarise it and template it, right? Make it easy for yourself. So when I say I make lists, right, I don't make lists about stuff that I have to do every week, week in, week out. What I've done with that is I've diarised it. So it's there, it's blocked out in the diary. No one can steal it. That's when I do that thing. I'm busy then. No one can... Uh, sort of get in on that and I make sure that I'm really really efficient and effective at that stuff that's repeatable and what I've done is I've templated it so if I've got a checklist of items to do for a certain customer I've written the checklist so I don't even have to think about it because part of the too busy thing is trying to think oh what do I have to do next etc etc so absolutely proactive in the way that that is pre-planned templated there's a checklist there I don't need to necessarily engage my brain in it 
And um, I think that's important as well. One of the other things I do, as well as diarising that repeatable stuff, I do also diarise some thinking time. So I think one of the things that people get stressed about when they're too busy is they don't actually get time to think, right? So diarise yourself some thinking time, an hour a day, maybe 30 minutes a day, where you can just think, plan, organise, and get yourself straight. Because one of the things is, is you'll just like catapult from one clutterfuck to another if you don't plan and prepare. So um, repeatable stuff, diarized, templated, do yourself a favor, make everything as easy as it possibly can for you. The fifth thing for me, really, really big, and people don't realize it, but we're full of distractions all the time. These things, absolute nightmare, full on distraction. One of the things that I've done is that if people need to get hold of me, the only way to get hold of me is to ring me because all of my notifications are switched off apart from ringing. And even then, my phone is on silent. And if I notice it ringing, I'll pick it up. Or it's on vibrate if I'm expecting calls from customers during office hours. But generally speaking, distractions are switched off. So I'm not getting interrupted by email pings. I'm not getting interrupted by Facebook, by WhatsApp, by Messenger, by LinkedIn. LinkedIn, Messenger, all of those things that can distract you and ping off. Like that really does is an absolute time suck for you because if you're responding to all the emails people have them pop up in the corner their email notifications no don't do it set the expectation that emails will be responded to where you can that day but if you don't get to them you don't get to them i think it's you know this expectation around being able to just get hold of people straight away and um, you know i don't know what the culture is in your business you might be shouting at the podcast going we can't do that. I've got to respond and, and and that kind of stuff. But all I'm saying is, is would it not be better a bit of email management in the morning, a bit of email management at lunchtime, a bit of email management at the end of the day will be much more effective. You can get a, a load of emails done in quick succession rather than just getting in, getting distracted from what you're doing now and popping in and doing it. Time management is absolutely vital thing around this too busy and, and being too busy because people just get distracted, the notifications go off, they get distracted, and then they've lost their place of where they're at. And that can have massive impact on your productivity. So really, really important step number five around distractions, get those notifications turned off. Um, really, really important. And the fifth one, uh, sorry, the sixth one, the final, the final step is around delegation. Okay, so people might go, but I haven't got anyone to delegate to. And you know what, that's fine. But that might be something if you're too busy, you need to speak to your manager about either your ineffectiveness or is there scope for you to delegate stuff to somebody or or are you doing stuff that isn't yours? So I can guarantee you there will be stuff that you're doing that you probably shouldn't be and potentially should be somebody else. And normally the reason for that is that you're potentially a bit of a control freak as we all are, right? Because we know we've all got caught up in this. If you want shit doing properly, you do it yourself. So we control everything, right? And we don't like to let it go. So I think one of the things to do is once you've written that list as per section number three, have a look at that list list, and what should you be doing and what should you be delegating and what should you be ignoring? Because those are the three lines that you need to start putting through. The doing and prioritise it. What should you be de delegating or is it for somebody else or are you unwilling to let it go because of control? What is it? And what, why is it you're controlling it? Why do you need to control it? Why can't you automate it or get someone else to do it or, you know, anything like that? And I'm not saying it's really easy because, you know, it's not easy to get other people to do stuff and you might not have the resource. But 
if you sit with your manager and go, look, I shouldn't really be doing this. This is, you know, we could we could pay somebody minimum wage to be doing this role, for example. Not that there's anything wrong with minimum wage if you're listening to that, but you understand my point is that tasks in an organization should be by the hierarchy or skill set that's needed to do them. And you should be doing tasks that are appropriate to your skill set. And um, I think that's one of the things that we fall down on because if stuff's easy and straightforward, why haven't we got an apprentice doing it? You know, um, so thinking about what we're controlling, thinking about why don't we want to let go of that control? Because I bet there is stuff that you could delegate to other people, but you're scared to because of the control. A really good example for those of you that are listening in the transport, uh, in a transport organization, so many times do I hear transport managers saying they're too busy because they're busy planning when they've got planners, but their planners aren't as effective as they are. Now that's a training issue and that's on you to train people to do their job properly. And if you're taking stuff off people because they're not competent to do it, again, that's on you because you need to train them. You need to train them to get them competent at what they do because that and that should be your top priority top priority if people if you're doing stuff for other people because they're not competent your top priority becomes training them to do it because they then take that task away from you forever um, and i think too often we get caught putting square wheels back on things so that's my little rant any anyway about being too busy and why i find it frustrating Hopefully that's come across well. If you were listening on Fleet Geeks or a Half Dozen Things, I hope you like it. Listen, subscribe, share, and um, yeah, let me know what you think. Maybe maybe it's all a bit easy. Maybe I make it sound easy, but maybe, maybe I just talk a lot of sense. I think I talk a lot of sense, and I hope you do too. Anyway, catch you soon. Bye-bye. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, please share with your friends and colleagues too. Join us for free on Facebook with the Fleet Geeks community for transport and fleet managers. Fleet Geeks offers ongoing professional development, networking and mentoring too. So get in touch with me, Pete Rushmer, on any social media platform to find out more.